Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. I've got a quick five-step model for you for leveraging better, for getting up to five times, maybe ten times more done in up to one-fifth of the time. And the model is times, T-I-M-E-S, and there are five main areas of your life that you can leverage to get more done in less time, to outsource more to get more income in less time, to have more free time, to have a more leveraged lifestyle and a balanced life. So the T stands for time. You can leverage time, i.e. you can have an outsourcer perform an admin task for you, or you can net time, no extra time, by listening to a podcast while you're on the train or in the gym. Or you can perform a function or a task and then record the video and audio and have that as a training manual system or process for a member of staff to do. You can create a checklist uh, so that, you know, someone else can perform the function that you just performed. Therefore, you don't need to perform it. You can learn leadership tasks so that you can develop other leaders so that those leaders manage people beneath you so that you don't have to spend all your time managing them. So there are some examples of how you can leverage time. You can also compartmentalize your diary to perform your income generating tasks in your most effective time of the day. Mine is about 6am to 7.30am. If I did the same task at 11am or 3pm, I'd probably get half done. So you can actually be more effective with your time by making sure that you're doing your highest value work, maybe when you've had a coffee or maybe when you've been to the gym and you've got the endorphin rush. So that is one factor of things that you can leverage time. No time has the same value. It might seem like it's got the same unit because time is time and, you know, 60 seconds makes a minute. But the reality is you could spend an hour doing absolutely nothing or you could spend five minutes making a property deal that makes you 25, 30 grand there and then and then five grand a year for the rest of your life. So no unit of time has equal value. It's about how effective and how efficient you are on that unit of time. So that's the T. The I then is IP or information. So you could create information products and services. You could do content marketing. Like I'm doing this podcast for the Disruptive Entrepreneur and this live feed for my Facebook community. Uh, Then it might go onto my LinkedIn channel and my YouTube channel, YouTube, (laughs) YouTube. Uh, And then I've taken, actually, I've taken time, the T, and created four units of that same one piece of time. So that's time leverage but I've also created information. Now I've created many information products over the years. If you look over here, you can see some of the CDs at the top. So the Be Your Own Bank I created, uh, the Buy to Let Boom 1 and 2, the Cash Flow, the No Money Down. I've written 10 books. The 11th is with the publisher now and should be launched a bit later in the year called Start Now, Get Perfect Later. Of course, my podcast is all information. 
Information can be in the form of IP, so it could be a model or a system. It could be a piece of um, rights, or it could be something that's copywritten. Um, it could even be something that's patented. Now, you have great leverage in that because if you can own this information, then you can license it. You can get income from it in the form of sponsorships. Or, of course, if you have a YouTube channel, you get the ad role. If you have a podcast, you get the ads if you sell ads on your podcast, which I don't yet. Um, so, you know, there are many ways of monetizing the information. If you license something and you patent it so that no one else can use it, whether it's the technology in your Dyson Hoover or the technology on your Apple iPhone, then, you know, you end up winning all of the business. And again, you're kind of like with time leverage and with information leverage, you're creating something unique, a, a, a systemized method of delivery such that you don't have to do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. You know, the difference between running a business, which you might have to do again every day, and creating a franchise around your business and selling the franchises means that your franchisees run your business for you and the time is spent in building the franchise and then your franchisees are the time leverage. Okay, so that's I for information or IP. Uh, and then M is money. And, um, you know, it doesn't always take money to make money. It takes ideas, creativity, um, innovation. But of course, money does grow more money. It attracts more money. So if you could leverage money, i.e. you could have um, a bank, a commercial lender, a crowd funder, you could have a private investor, a venture capitalist, an investor in your company, an investor in your property portfolio, then you get to leverage their money. You will get a return on some of that money because, you know, you might do a 50-50 split in, in a joint venture. Um, then you get that money that you borrow from an individual or an institution. And then the bank will maybe lend you four or five times that. And then with that, you can go and buy a property or a business. And then that property or business goes up in value and you get all of the uplift or you split it with your joint venture partner. But you don't have to pay it back to the bank. You only have to pay the loan back to the bank. And maybe you also get income, income in the form of business income or income in, in the form of rental income from a property. So money can be leveraged very much so. And, you know, a lot of sort of what you might call unsophisticated or experienced investors, they're thinking, oh, I've got money for a property, I'll buy a property. Or, you know, I've, I've got money for some kind of asset or even liability and they buy the thing outright. But there's no leverage in buying the thing outright. If you can use um, bank debt, good debt, uh, and use other people's money to leverage for the bank debt, then um, you can leverage money once and then four or five times. Uh, so yeah, think about how you can leverage money. Okay, then the E on the times model, we've done time, information or IP and money. The E is experience, you get to leverage experience. Everything you've ever done in your life, it has forward value. Uh, that famous story about Picasso that I said in Life Leverage, where he was in a cafe in France. He was one of the few artists that actually made a good living when he was alive. He was noticed and someone came up to him and said, can you draw me a picture on this napkin? And he did a quick squiggle, took him a couple of minutes, signed it, gave it back to her. There was that awkward pause. Oh, is this free or do I have to pay? Uh, and so um, she said, well, you know, how much is that? And he went, 5,000 francs. And she spat her cafe out. 5,000 francs! That only took you a couple of minutes. He went, no, 
That took me my whole life. And I think people forget the experience they've got in their life, which is monetizable and packageable and leverageable. You know, I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, they need 20 years experience in the niche that they're in, whether it's property, business, um, you know, whatever your um, profession is, you know, you feel like you need 20 years before you've got any credibility. The reality is your life is your credibility, everything that you've ever done, you know, what you did at school, at university, in your gap year, what you what you did in the years when you were doing other things. That's all the story of who you are. And you can draw on that. And that gives you great intuition. That great gives you great instinct. That gives you value. And ultimately, if you don't have a really high salary or really good high fees for your art, I'll call it your art, your work, then what really you're not valuing is yourself. You're not valuing what you've done your whole life um, to be worth, you, you know, you're worth at least £500 an hour. Come on. I mean, you know, people charging themselves out of £4 an hour minimum wage or 10 or 50 or £100 an hour. Come on, think about all the things you've done in your life and tell me you're not worth £500 an hour. I mean, ridiculous, you are. Um, but you've, if you, you've got to remember all, all the things that you've done and, and bring that to the party, to the story. Um, and as long as you're not spraying yourself all over the place, doing loads of different things that aren't, in, aren't related in any way, then you carry forward the experience of everything you did before into your new venture. Um, so, you know, I started 11 or 12 years ago buying property for myself, then selling property to others, then writing books on property, then doing courses on property, then buying bigger HMOs, then buying bigger commercials, then doing podcasts on property, then setting up a letting agency, then setting up um, other events, businesses that are not property related, like public speaking and e-commerce and cryptos and everything else. And each time I set up that new venture, it might sound like something different, but it's borrowing all the experience of the previous one because it's in a similar niche. And that's how you get to leverage and carry forward all your experience instead of going from being a health consultant to network marketing to, you know, whatever else that could be baking cakes or whatever. So let me just summarize then the times model. T is time, I is information or IP, M is money, E is experience. And then finally then is systems. So systems is an A to Z process of doing something with the maximum efficiency and the, the minimum amount of wastage in the right order. Um, a system is an app, a piece of software, some kind of computer program, something mechanical, robotic, electronic, which removes the need for you. Because if you have to perform the task and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again, one, it's a drain on your time. So you can't get the leverage or the passive income or the liberation of time. Um, two, you, you um, may get fatigued. You might create mistakes because you might not follow the system each way if it's in your head rather than on a piece of paper. Now I'm a pilot, I fly um, R44 Robinsons and you get a one page A5 checklist and um, you follow that. And if you get the it in the wrong order, you probably die. The first few things, you'll probably be all right. But those last few things that are really important, if you get them in the wrong order, you die. And um, whilst you could memorize them, it, you know, it's much more difficult to memorize them than it is to just look, pick the laminated sheet out. Uh, and go through each one. Now, um, you'd think the more experienced pilots are, the less they'd need to do that. The reality is the more experienced they are, the more they do that. Uh, and if you do have a peer in the cockpit when you go and you fly um, in an aeroplane, you know, you've got the pilot and the, the co-pilot and they've got their um, start list checklist procedure and they have to follow it and they have to check it. It's absolutely vital they follow it in exactly the same way each time um, because obviously the risk of something going wrong with them is death. Um, but, but, you know, your business, your uh, marketing, you know, the way that you manage your team, the way that you run meetings, agendas, etc. If they're all in one page checklists, I love the one page checklist because 
it's a checklist enough to be a system, but it's also not complicated. If you have to open a manual and go to page 384,000, um, you know, 0.1.61132, it's, it's a bit overwhelming to follow that process. Um, but if you've just got a one-page checklist for each main function that you follow, then you, 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 um, you remove the wastage, you increase the time efficiency, and you increase the predictability of the thing working over and over and over. Okay, so let me remind you one more time then, just to finish this Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and video. Uh, and that is there are five main things that you can leverage. I've, I've created a model called the Times model. T is for time, I is for info or IP, M is for money, E is experience, and S is for systems. Now remember, at some point, either on this podcast or the next podcast, um, you're going to be asked a question. If you answer that question and you're one of the first 11, you win a £3,000 four-day deep dive property investors masterclass. And if you've already done that course, we'll give you an equivalent course of the same value. Um, so keep your ears out for that. Um, I'm not telling you what or where, but I'll just tell you that it's coming very soon. It's a merit-based competition. So, uh, you know, the first 11 get to win the prize rather than just being drawn out of a hat out of the hundreds of thousands of people we have that follow us or the millions on the podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're watching the video, you need to be subscribed to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast to uh, have a chance of winning that competition. And if you're listening to the podcast, um, just thanks for following my work. I think you're amazing. I'm very grateful to you. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Hi, it's Rob. Now, don't go away because I'm testing two things we've never done before on The Disruptive Entrepreneur. One is I'm going to do a little bit of a trailer of the episodes coming up. Look at us. Aren't we organised? We've got recordings in the bank. Coming soon, we've got some very special episodes. What I'm also going to do is give you instructions on how you can win one of 11 four-day property investing masterclasses. So I don't know if you know this, but this month we celebrated the 11th birthday of my companies. And I wanted to do something really crazy, uh, really valuable to you as a thank you to celebrate. So what we're going to do is 11 of you are going to get one of the four-day £3,000 courses. Now, if you've done our property investing four-day masterclass, I'll give you one of our equivalent courses that are more relevant to you to the same value. So instructions coming up. But first, coming up soon on The Disruptive Entrepreneur is an interview with the founder of Jeffrey West, Guy West. I went to his uh, shop at the set, basically the centre of, of shoemaking in the UK, in Northampton. And he's got shops all over the world. He's a really disruptive guy. Uh, we, we did the um, interview in his actual showroom with like 400 pairs of shoes in the background. I bought a pair. He actually gave our head of design a pair of shoes and he gave us loads of gifts. Really, really cool guy. I think you'll love um, what he's got to share. I've also got coming up soon an interview with someone who specialises in buying businesses. No money down. He's sold companies for up to five million pounds. He's done that. Um, three or four times now, and he's bought up to 16 companies that he's packaged into what he calls roll-ups. And so we did deep dive interviews with someone who specializes in buying businesses, no money down, because I've made no secret, I really want to do more of that this year. I want to buy letting agencies and events-based businesses. So there's a bit of selfish interest in me interviewing him because I learned a lot myself. And of course, my favorite shoemaker in the world. I, got, I was a bit of a fanboy. I got to meet one of my heroes. So that's coming up in the next couple of weeks in The Disruptive Entrepreneur. Here are your instructions to be one of 11 people to win a four-day £3,000 property course or if you've done it, a course equivalent of your choice. So what you need to do is listen to the next episodes of The Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. 
in those episodes is going to be a hidden question. At the end of one of those episodes coming up, I'm not telling you which one, but you have to listen to the next two. At the end, you'll hear me ask you a question and give you instructions of where to submit your answer. Now, just to be fair to everyone, our episodes normally go out around about midnight of the day before. So we release episodes on Fridays, Mondays, sometimes Wednesdays. Um, There's a bit of a clue there of which two days it's going to be. So about midnight, Thursday night, Friday morning and midnight, Sunday night, Monday morning, the episodes go live. Now, I've done a competition similar format to this, not such huge prizes. And um, people are literally uh, emailing in at five or ten past midnight. I'm leaving that to you. But it's a merit based competition. Everyone's got the same chance. You listen to the next two podcasts. At the end, there'll be instructions. You answer the question correctly. You email it into the email address I give you. And you've got a great chance of winning. You need to subscribe to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast or the Progressive Property Podcast because I'm going to do it on both. Uh, So if you're already subscribed, cool. This is also for existing subscribers. So if you're listening, this is for you as well. It's not just for new subscribers. That's what you've got to do. Enough said. And I'm very much looking forward to giving away £33,000 worth of courses. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.